oh, look at that. I remembered it all. Great. <laughs> For those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. Welcome you to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls and want to um, catch them on a podcast, if you log into SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcast services and put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, these calls are archived back 11 years plus. And if you know either the, um, the topic for the last year and a half to two years, the date going back 11 years, or um, the host name, you can um, pick up various different um, talks. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, if you would dial into 1-712-775-8972, and when it prompts for the code, put in um, 910022. You could join us live. We would be thrilled to have you with us. So I come to you from the R90 program, which was the immediate predecessor to the TR90 program. And when I first started out the TR90 program, I lost 20 body inches. I did not lose an ounce. That's why the scales don't give you the full story, because I really did not lose any weight. And a lot of it was because I was already exercising heavily and had a lot of body mass. So that had a huge amount to do with it. That TR90 program, when you're first starting out, is that really good, clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals, making sure to stay hydrated, which means drinking at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 50 pounds, you should be... or Yeah, if you weigh 50 pounds, you should be drinking 25 ounces of water. If you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking 50 ounces of water daily. Adjust it for what your weight is, and if you're exercising heavily or if you're in a very humid area and you're losing a lot of body moisture, you'll need to increase that to offset what you're losing through perspiration. You should be eating seven-plus servings of fruits and vegetables every every single day. That gives you macronutrients, micronutrients, and it will give you fiber. Guys should be getting about 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies should be getting about 32 grams of fiber daily. Um, That does several things, uh, clearing toxins out of your system uh, and other things just to keep your whole digestive system healthy. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best, but if you're not able to do that, taking them with your meals will still work. It's just not quite as effective as it would be beforehand. And I can attest to that because the program worked for me, but many days I was not able to take my lunch supplements 20 minutes before the meal because, well, that's I didn't know when I was going to have my meal or um, I couldn't take them because there were kids in the classroom and they might have thought it was drugs and I really didn't want to open that can of worms as a teacher. 
making sure to get, um, let's see, so we've talked about your, your vegetables, we've talked about your supplements you, and your water. You should be getting 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. And if you're hitting a plateau, throw in a few extra minutes of um, exercise here or there. Mix up your exercise. It will really help. Seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night is really important. That sleep um, does a whole bunch, a whole series of system resets while you're sleeping. And that actually leads me into what I'm going to talk about today because with the time change that's coming up for some of us here in the next couple of weeks, I figured I would revisit the topic of sleep so that we can sort of get prepared for how we should be um, getting ready for that, falling back for fall that hour. So I always look for information to share with you that will help support our Tier 90 lifestyle, and today's information is coming out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, M.D., and Kathy Matthews. And I'm really going to really share what all he says about this because it will, uh, in some ways, blow your mind, but really help get you prepared for that time change. It seems the summer would last forever, but of course it never does. And you will start noticing that the sun is going down sooner and the morning air smells a bit different in the morning as you're getting up starting to cool off here, I can definitely tell you that. There are still some hot days ahead, but change is in the air. Change is really the theme of autumn. Winter is winter all season long, but autumn begins with a wisp of leaf smoke on a warm golden day. It ends with a cold night with the moon through leafless trees. We can wake up to an Indian summer day of intense heat and a few days later, later find ourselves searching for our warmest sweaters and jackets and hauling out the soup pot and this raw chill seeps through the windows. It's a season of transition for winter and for us. And like all transitions, it's not always smooth. And it's never seamless. Those summer-fall transition days are always bittersweet. It's the end of the joy of summer, and it's the beginning of the more somber months of winter. It's the perfect time to seize the opportunity to reassess our lives, our goals, our hopes for the future. The associations of autumn are indeed powerful. It's the end of those carefree days of summer. Even if you've been working in a high-rise office, you never shrug off the illusion of summer is what summer is all about. If there's no school and then the fireflies and sticky beach afternoons, but it's the beginning of a new year, and each year, as a time becomes ever more precious, autumn inspires us to pause, reorganize our lives, and clean our mental closets. We do tend to think of autumn as a kind of a beginning, chalk it up to all the new pencils and notebooks and backpacks of our youth because We were preparing for another year of school. Autumn is a season of excitement, new beginnings, and and opportunity. It's the perfect time to think about health, fitness, and personal improvement. 
all the topics of health style. Most of us already are in the right mindset to start anew in all of our efforts. We're ready to wash away those lazy days of summer, brush the sand out of our shoes, and get down to business. The cooler air gives us a renewed energy, and we're ready to change our exercise program or adopt a new one for the first time. We may have to be more organized on weekends to face the shorter but busier weeknights. This season, we'll look at a neglected subject, sleep, and how it affects our health and vitality in little-known ways. The superfoods of autumn will be a special focus this season, which are nuts, turkey, broccoli, pumpkin, all have amazing health benefits and are appropriate for this time of year. We'll also look at some autumn fruits, such as apples and pomegranates. Persimmons fall into that too, by the way. The fresh, late-season produce that's available is drawing us into the kitchen, and we're a little tired of toss something on the grill, cooking and ready to try something different. It's fortunate that the bounty of the harvest gives us lots of opportunities for wonderful, healthful meals. From the warm days of Indian summers to those chilly mornings of early winter, health style will keep you motivated with tips on how to combat autumn, the autumn villains of good health, less time, and cooling weather. So you do it every night, but maybe not enough, or at least not enough for your health. As daylight grows shorter, you may well find your own days growing longer, and too often autumn is the time of increased workload, family responsibilities, and household demands. Everything seems to need attention at once, whether it's the health care appointments, school or homework supervision, travel plans, school forms, and even chimney cleaning. Everything that we might have put off over the carefree summer has come home to roost, and it's overwhelming. The temptation is to burn the candle at both ends, stay up late to finish a project, and get up a bit early to pack yet one more thing into the day. It's a good time to take a look at the dramatic effects of sleep loss on our health, and believe it or not, there is impressive evidence supporting the argument that the amount of time you sleep, even more whether you smoke, exercise, or have high blood pressure or cholesterol levels, should be the most important predictor of how long could be the most important predictor of how long you live. Sleep. It's the most overlooked factor in achieving optimum health in the 21st century. We all know we should eat well and exercise. For most of my patients, and this is Dr. Pratt speaking, even those committed to a healthy lifestyle, sleep is seen as a kind of luxury. Indeed, many people who follow sound diets and who routinely exercise are unwittingly sabotaging their efforts by depleting themselves of pleasurable, satisfying, easy, and inexpensive way to ensure optimum health, sleep. Feel yourself nodding off? You're not alone. By 2000, by a 2000 poll of the National Sleep Foundation found that sleep debt is a problem of more than 50% of American workers. Data suggests that in the last century, we've reduced the number or the amount of time we sleep 
by 20%. It's easy to put sleep at the bottom of your to-do list. For one thing, our culture encourages it. We live in a 24-7 world where night and day dissolve into one long stretch of work and family obligations. Get up early to beat the traffic, get in a few phone calls, stay up late after squeezing in some family time. So you could send a batch of emails and do some paperwork. Awake in the middle of the night, look at it as a bonus to catch up on a little reading. Um, If you're up at 3 a.m. scanning magazines, you're likely to read about successful executives who boast about getting by on four or five hours of sleep a night. The implicit message is that sleep is for the weak and the undisciplined. The alarming truth is that sleep deprivation is taking a serious toll on our overall health. Chronic lack of sleep affects daily performance, overall productivity, and now most significantly to health style long-term health. Sound far-fetched? Well, you may be surprised to learn that sleep debt of only two or only of three to four hours that many of us routinely rack up in the course of a busy week can provoke metabolic changes that mimic the pre-diabetic state and hormonal changes that compare with those experienced by someone suffering from depression. In a nutshell, the amount of sleep you get has a direct bearing on these following things. Obesity, coronary heart disease, hypertension, diabetes, immune function, cognitive performance, longevity, so those things that it has significant direct bearing on, obesity, coronary heart disease, hypertension, diabetes, immune function, cognitive performance, and longevity. I'm going to stop there for today because I really want to delve into this first thing on Monday, and we'll talk about Eventually, we'll talk about some ways to actually counteract that sleep debt. At the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our wonderful leaders would be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. This is Susan Mann for October 20th, 2022, signing out. I'm going to take us off mute so that if you have any thoughts, questions, or comments, thrilled to hear them and... I hope you have a really great day. So there we have it. Why we really need to look at that sleep. (laughs) Well, it's really important, and I'm glad you're focusing on it. Well, and especially with the time change coming up for some of us by the end of the month, I just thought, you know, Good time to go back and revisit this, kind of remind everybody so they can kind of get repaired, which is a good thing. So, hence why we're going back to revisit it, because it is one of those important topics, and I noticed that I was nodding off a couple of days ago, and that's one of those things with COVID, if they really takes it out of you, you need that sleep to rest up and really get your body to heal, so... I found that I took some extra naps, and it really made a huge difference. Good. But we're on the mend, and all is good, and so this is good.
Well, I'm glad that you're feeling better. You sound better, except you, but that cough you've had for a while. Yeah, and we've had smoke up in the in this area in the air as well as pollen, and I have pollen allergies, and so it seems like I no sooner get over one thing than something else stirs it up, and right now I noticed that there was pollen on my car a couple of days ago as well as smoke particles because we've had enough um, fog that it's actually condensed on the outside of the car, and I'm just going, oh, good, this is fun. Get to wash the windshields again. <laughs> wow. So. Well, have a great day. Are you teaching today? No, they actually hired an art teacher, and I decided for the next week or so to kind of um, not do any subbing until I'm really totally up on par. But since Poppy and her dad have COVID, and they're about four days behind me, I've been going and helping out with them so that they can get what they need to get done because she can't go to school. And so I've been spending about four days or four hours a day there or five, depending, and that's kind of been the extent of my day, (laughs) which is probably a good thing. (laughs) You're still busy. Yeah, but I'm not as busy as I have been with the pets and with the with the substitute teaching and the tutoring. So things have kind of, everything came to a screeching halt, and I'm kind of slowly working back into that schedule. Not a lot, but just a little bit. <laughs> well, just take it easy. You don't want to get sick again. No, I don't want to do that, and I want to get well enough that I can go take my flu shot and my shingles shot so that, I'm in good shape for the rest of the fall, so my game plan is to kind of just hold off on subbing for another week or so and get Poppy and her dad to this rough patch, and we'll be in good shape for that. And I don't want to relapse. (laughs) Well, they're lucky they have you. Oh, he says, you know, I am one of the pillars in his life. If he did not have me, he did not know what he was going to do. So he he is always telling me how much he appreciates me, which is great. That's good. It's always good when people think they're terrific. Yeah, it certainly is. And I'm fortunate to have them in my life because they really are a sweet family, so, and they treat me like family, so that's a good thing, too. <laughs> and in his family, they treat family members well, so there's that. <laughs> well, great. All right, I'm going to get my this show on the road here, and you get yourself going, and I'll be on tomorrow. Okay, and you're going to be sharing a lovely meditation tomorrow, and then on Monday, I'll be sharing more about sleep. So just a preview of what's coming up, my friends. And it's now time to scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Life, if that's what you're interested in. Have a great day. Bye-bye.